When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning try. And Cordell, of course, preseason is officially over. We now know that they have three games uh, instead of four. So, finally over. And they end the preseason with one win, two losses. So, funny because I predicted that this is probably going to start a mini losing streak uh, for the Ravens. And then they lost two in a row after winning 24 straight. So um, obviously we know that the wins and losses don't matter. Um, and they were both relatively close games. Uh, so let's talk about uh, the preseason overall. Um, is there anyone that you saw that you felt like was impressive this preseason? Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we could go from top to bottom, kind of. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Josh Johnson impressed me in the preseason. I mean, uh, I think back to that Commanders game. I didn't expect much from the offense in that game, and both Huntley and Anthony Brown. <coughs> God, oh, my allergies crazy today. Uh, both Josh Johnson and Anthony Brown. Uh, had good nights that night. So Josh Johnson has been one. He had a good night again, for the most part, against the uh, Bucks uh, on Saturday night. So he's one that looked pretty good. And you talk about the backup quarterback competition with him and Huntley. Huntley hasn't been out there. You know, he's been nursing that, ham nursing that hamstring injury. And I thought when Huntley went down, it was pretty much his job. You know, you knew it was his job. But the way that Josh Johnson has played, the last two games, I think, has at least brought it back into the conversation of is Josh Johnson the number two guy? I know Todd Munkin likes him. Um, obviously, John Harbaugh likes him because he's been around the Harbaugh family for years. So there's that. And uh, you wonder how much of a sour taste is still left in their mouth from Tyler Huntley from last year in the playoffs. Uh, I don't need to revisit that play. Um Let's go to the running backs. Uh, Keaton Mitchell obviously was the preseason darling uh, for Ravens fans this this year. I mean, everybody wanted Keaton Mitchell to make this team, and I think he is going to make this team. He hurt his shoulder in the Commanders game, but I don't even think he really needed to play in Saturday night's game. I think his spot has been solidified. I think Melvin Gordon is going to be the odd man out um, in that battle. In terms of wide receivers, um, not a lot of surprises at wide receiver. Obviously, Tylen Wallace really made a good case for himself. I think he has locked in his roster spot as the sixth wide receiver. He was uh, the best bubble wide receiver that the Ravens had this preseason, and I would say this training camp as well. Uh, Travis Vocalet, I thought, looked really good all camp, had his moments in the preseason. Unfortunately, probably won't make the team just because of how the Ravens' tight end room is situated. Right. Um, but I, I, I do. I, I'd be kind of surprised if he doesn't find a home somewhere else. Um, 
John Simpson. I mean, you got to give John Simpson credit going out there and winning that left guard spot uh, over uh, the rookie Sala. John Harbaugh announced that Saturday night. John Simpson, he just didn't do anything to lose himself the competition. I mean, that's I think that's really what it came down to. And as the preseason went on, Sala started to look more and more like a rookie. Right. Um, you get to the linebackers. I feel like Delshawn Phillips had a really strong uh, training camp. He, you look at him throughout the preseason games. He may not flash to you in the box score, but this dude has been really good in coverage all summer. It's carried over from the training camp practices to the game. So I think he made a really strong case for himself. I thought Jeremiah Moon had a really good preseason as well, as long as well as a uh, strong training camp. Uh, Malik Ham got hurt on the back end of training camp. Yeah. And, and that may be uh, kind of the thing that does him in, to be honest, because I thought he was trending towards at least making it a tough decision on these coaches on whether or not he's going to make the team. But getting hurt on the back end and allowing guys like Delshawn Phillips and Jeremiah Moon to continue to ascend, uh, I think may end up costing him his roster spot. Caillou Kelly got better as the preseason went on. He was one to at the start and even in training camp. I'm not saying he was great, but he didn't look like much of anything in training camp. You think back to that first preseason game, he didn't even get in until right. the back end of, of the fourth quarter. Uh, but obviously injuries and other factors contributed to him getting more runtime in these preseason games. And I think he got better and better as the preseason went on. So uh, just giving him credit for getting better over the course of the preseason. Uh, obviously, I've been talking about Kavon Seymour all summer, so definitely got to add him on there. In terms of the defensive line, uh, I thought Travis Jones had a solid preseason. Um, not over, nothing overly, you know, n- nothing too exciting to talk about, but you see him eating up double teams. You see him getting in there in the run yep. game. You see him getting in there with a couple of pressures here and there. Uh, that, that was good to see from him. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see what Travis Jones is going to look like with the other guys that he's going to be playing the starters around him because he has had a good camp. Um, I agree with you about, you know, guys like uh, Keaton Mitchell and Vokalek. I do think that Keaton Mitchell is going to make the team. Vokalek, I just don't see it. Um, But that's just a numbers game like you already mentioned. Um, In terms of guys that didn't necessarily pan out, I think that that's something that we should talk about as well. You know, one of the guys that we really didn't have a conversation about is a guy like Josh Ross that – the team was kind of high on last year and then we just really didn't see a ton of him and then when we did it just didn't seem like he was completely comfortable and now we're having conversations about Jeremiah Moon we were having conversations about Malik Ham prior to his injury it feels like Josh Ross is essentially not going to be a guy that I think um, is going to make the team Um, I know you mentioned Melvin Gordon I think that we can agree there that He's probably not going to make the team because of the emergence of Keaton Mitchell. Is there anyone else that, oh, of course, James Prochet has not played well um, this preseason um, also. Is there anyone that you felt like you did not pan out this preseason? Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Melvin Gordon. I mean, I, I think Keaton Mitchell making the team is more, you know, 
it says something about him being better than Melvin Gordon has been. I mean, Melvin Gordon, I'm watching him Saturday night and going down a lot off first contact. And you think about it throughout the preseason, haven't seen a lot of broken tackles from Melvin Gordon, and that's kind of his thing. So yep. if, that's, if he's not going to do that, what is his purpose at that point? Um, you look at some of these first round, everybody made a big to-do about all these first rounders on the Ravens, uh, in the Ravens wide receiver room. I mean, Laquan Treadwell had the touchdown Saturday night. That was his best play of the preseason. But outside of that, I mean, did you see anything else from Laquan Treadwell during the preseason? I know he had suffered a couple, he had been dealing with a little bit of an injury bug as well. Um, but even when he's been out there at training camp practices, it's not like he has been super exciting. Um, Obviously, David Ajabo is one that's probably one of the more disappointing ones in preseason. But him, I'm giving time to. Ajabo is a, basically a rookie. Um, I think we, I mean, I've seen flashes of brilliance from Ajabo in practice. It's just trying to translate that to the games. And, that's and probably on a consistent basis right, as well. Right. And, and you got to also understand, I mean, uh, granted, Saturday, he played the most that he's played this preseason. I think he played well into the second quarter, almost the first half. Um, and you still didn't hear any noise from him. So it, that's a little concerning. Um, but the first two games, I kind of gave him a pass. He's only out there for like two drives. It's tough to get into a rhythm at that point. But when you're out there for almost a half, you'd like to see something. And, and I think that's kind of the frustration, at least with me, that's my knock so far with the job is that I'm not asking him to go out there and, and get two sacks, you know, a game or anything in the preseason. I'm just asking for a sign, you know, right. make a play. He had no signature moments in the three games in the preseason that that's a little worrisome. Um, but we'll see what happens when everybody's out there, when, you know, the, the full supporting cast is out there with him and you got guys legit, legit guys next to him eating up blocks and things like that. We'll see if he can be uh, better than he's been in the preseason. Um, anybody, I mean, everybody else is pretty much, you know, it is what it is, but I would say Ajabo, Prochet, uh, Treadwell, and Gordon. And I mean, I, I don't necessarily know if this is a disappointment, but Shamar Bridges was the big, darling of preseason last year he didn't even they waved him the other day you know so uh that that's a i I guess if you want to look at people who had expectations that didn't live up to him he would be on that list too yeah and and look with the wide receiver position being as kind of full as it is already i mean i don't i don't really know where he would have been right. able to put himself right because right? Right. it feels like Talon Wallace has solidified if they if they're going to go with six wide he's solidified that spot um so there's that part of it but it is disappointing when you see guys like Prochet that you really want to see try to redeem himself just not be able to redeem himself um and he's had opportunities to do that you know I, I didn't expect much from Melvin Gordon anyway so I don't, you know, feel any type of way if he doesn't make the roster. Um, Ajabo, I'm with you on that. It, yes, although it has been disappointing. Um, and the defensive line just in general has been disappointing, um, as well as the secondary. But we also know that the secondary has a lot of injuries back there. And so, like uh, you mentioned, Caillou Kelly, look, Caillou Kelly uh, had not a great 
start to his preseason. I believe that he, when he first came in against the game in Washington, he gave up um, five catches on five targets. But after that, the six quarters after that, and this is from um, our guy, Jonas Schaefer mm-hmm. at Baltimore Banner, the six quarters after that, he only allowed um, one catch on five targets for six yards. So he did find a way to, you know, come around. But right. ultimately, he had a slow start and a stronger finish. Um, but it's disappointing in terms of, like, the other guys on the back end that we know are concerning and then the lack of the push up front. Now, that could change, obviously, once you start putting all of your starters in. But from a um, depth perspective, it is something that you're a little bit disappointed about. But we'll see how that actually goes once the season begins, uh, ultimately. But I'm surprised. I will be surprised if guys like Gordon, guys like Prochet, guys like Josh Ross somehow make this roster because it feels like their time is up in Baltimore. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, and this, I, I'll say this: a couple of these guys are making it tough decisions on these coaches in terms of some of these cuts. I mean, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm not even fully, completely done my 53 man roster, but it's a, it's tough. Um, to make to make some of these cuts because there are guys like Keaton Mitchell who they didn't yep. expect to crack the roster, you know, and he I would fully expect that he's going to. That's taking a spot from somewhere else. What do they do at the offensive line? Are they going to keep Sam Mustafer as the backup center, or is Ben Cleveland? You know, if they do, is that Ben Cleveland's spot, or right. do they find a way to keep both? And if they do, that's going to take away from somewhere else and all the injuries they have to the cornerback room. It's going to force them to keep guys that they probably don't want to keep, um, but they have to. So it, I am curious to see how, how this all goes because it's, it's going to be some tough decisions. We'll get into your uh, Mod 53 in a second. But uh, as we know, preseason is over. Now the team can focus on week one against the Houston Texans. And um, C.J. Stroud will be the starter for that game. 